The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road. And recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Hello, welcome to Williams and Bloom here on your Wednesday. We are live for those of you watching on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. Many of you, of course, listening on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. My name is Chris Williams. I am joined, as always, by Brent Bloom. We are presented by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. Shout out to them for bringing you all of your Williams and Bloom. During the week, of course, we record on Sunday nights as well. We are in the Wild Rose Casino Studios here in Ankeny. Big game tonight at Hilton Coliseum. Big one tomorrow night as well. We're going to talk about both of those as well as a big announcement yesterday from the NCAA. We will do our Wiffles Hybrids Big 12 segment. Colin Klein is on his way to Texas A&M. Ouch. (laughs) Thank you, Bloom. And, of course, uh, we will end the program with a big basketball preview for tomorrow night. I thought we would touch on the women's game first, as that is uh, what's happening the, the closest to us. Get into the NCAA stuff. How are you today, Bloom? Fantastic. Uh, ready for Cyhawk basketball. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I think it's kind of been a friendly week. It's, uh, it's been a low-key week. The the women are substantial underdogs tonight. This is this feels like a nothing-to-lose game. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I and, and I think, I hope, people are going to see this Iowa State women's team has a lot of talent. No doubt. And I, I think for them, this is a great opportunity. Like, hey, we're pretty good, too. Uh, I mean, I Audie's going to get headlines because people have heard of Audie Crooks for a while. Yes. I think Addie Brown has a chance to be a um, really special player. Already is. Already is. She's. I don't think she's, I mean, yeah, in the state, there's only certain people who are going to get attention. But Addie Brown is, is on that, in my opinion, on that road. I don't want to get her to the Carlton Jones area yet, but I think... You know, start talking about Hallie Christofferson impact, Chelsea Poppins. I think she's got an incredible talent, and the the supplemental pieces around her. I think Iowa State's runway for the next couple of years is really good. So that's exciting. I mean, because you you had to think at some point with where Iowa State was in that Ashley Jones era, it was going to take a yeah. little bit yeah. to recover. But I think you're seeing it. Um, and without Emily Ryan, I actually been really impressed with how this team has has come together. And I think they'll give them a game today. I really do. I was really good. Um, Going to be an uphill challenge, but I think between Brown and, and Crooks, they can give him some trouble. I was not exactly uh, loaded in the post. Clark's really good. Everybody knows that. The guards are really good. And could it get away from Iowa State? It absolutely could. Well, it does feel like if Iowa State has a shot in this one, Crooks is at the foul line a lot, right? Absolutely. Like that's, and that's, Brown. Isn't that the recipe? Yeah. You just, you, I think, I mean, if I'm Iowa State, I think I slow it down. I, I, I bet you see the old school. Uh, Bill Fenley's done this before against Baylor. You know, these really loaded Baylor teams where he just slows it down. The old wizard. And just bang it inside with Crooks. You know, a little high-low with Brown and Crooks. Make them guard you. Get them in foul trouble. Use this sellout to your advantage. I think the uh, the if you can get Clark to force it and try and do too much, that's when you got a chance. Because I know she's really just, good. You hope that it's not one of those nights for her where she... Makes everything. Goes seven and you don't, of nine from three. Correct. And yeah. you don't foul. I mean, that's see the thing with Clark, and nobody talks about it enough. She scores a lot of points, but literally forty percent come from the free throw line. If you don't foul her, you make her earn it. Make her shoot thirty five times to get her thirty. That's how you win the game. 
and then you let Crooks and Brown do their work inside and hope you don't turn it over. I mean, I think there is a pathway here for Iowa State tonight. I'm not, I'm not predicting it, but I don't, I wouldn't be so quick to write off Iowa State's chances just yet. I think, it, I think it'll be an interesting game. Well, it would definitely, if if they could somehow pull the upset, it would be one of those iconic wins that you remember from the Finley era. But it, honestly, if, if you give me a game against a really good team, give me one coach to coach a game against a really good team, I'm taking Finley on any on any level. I think that guy strategically is the, as good as it gets. To I don't disagree. My fear is that this spot's just too big for it, all and these it could freshmen. Be. Absolutely, could you be. know? Yep. Because even Iowa, fair like response. I, I don't think that they. I actually think the supporting cast was probably better last year for them. But I, I just they're still veteran for the most part. Yes, they've got women who have played in big games, and this is totally new, new. Yeah, for this, this Iowa State team. This is not. I mean. This isn't 6,000 people for a, a random non-conference game. Well, no, this and it's is, not playing Syracuse in a ballroom in Las Vegas. Like, this is... I, how many games have they sold out over the years? There's been great uh, crowds yeah, for I mean, Iowa State probably, women. They probably sold out, you know, 10 to 12 for sure. But this, yeah, not... Not, not recently. Not recent. I would say not recently, no. Yeah. No, this is back back in the 0102 time frame. Well, it'll yeah. be cool. I, it'll I'm be excited. Yeah, I'm gonna get done with this and head on I'm up gonna, there. My daughters are gonna go. They're all fired up. My the old man, Big Mike's bringing an entire bus full of Clorinda High School girls <laughs> to come up go. and watch the big game. So yeah, we're we're fired up. I again, I, I'm excited for this young group of Cyclones just to see what Hilton Magic's really about and see. I, I think Addie Brown's a primetime player. I think she's gonna play great. I think Audie is not. Um, not think about Audie's the game moment either. It. I don't know how the moment's going to impact her. Like she's, oh, she, she's, she's just, around the basket. You know, it's not, oh, she's going to get nervous and miss some layups or, you know, <laughs> like I, she's right by the I basket. think she's ready to go. Totally I just, agree. The totality of everything feels to me like it could weigh on this team. We will see. I also think there's an aspect of it where they're all freshmen and they don't really know any better. So they're just going to go out and ball. My, my question is, defensively on Clark, what will Iowa State do? Yeah. It gets hard because it's hard. They're hard to zone There's, because they shoot over You can't the zone unless really it's hard. a box and one yeah. and you just have somebody I mean, chasing her around. That's an option. Yeah. I, I think that's what I'm saying. Fenley will pull out. You're going to see a little bit of everything. I truly believe that. Um, he's going to make her earn it without just can't foul her. Like that's the one they do. If she's going to the free throw line 20 times, you're, you're going to well, lose. Well, and that's the thing. Like I'm going through person by person on Iowa State's roster. Caitlin is probably the best ball handler I've ever seen in the women's game. I just think, she, yeah, she's going to draw. If you're manning her, I don't she's know right who. Yeah, you that's, know what I mean. That's fair. Yep. So I, I do wonder if we're on to something with that box one thing. I, I, I again, I don't know. Bill's smarter than we are. Bill is. Uh, give Bill some time to game plan, and you know he'll come up with something. He's probably been thinking about this one for a little bit too. No way. <laughs> Williamson Bloom Wednesday Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We say hello to well over a hundred live viewers right now. So we will try and keep doing this at Wednesdays at 1.30. It seems to work pretty well. I know a lot of you would like us to do later. This works for both of our schedules. And we always you can go back and watch it on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or listen on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we want to thank some of our great sponsors. 
one of them being Hope Wood. Uh, she is a attorney who does will. She gets a will in a day. You can use the promo code FANATIC, get $50 off. That's a great thing to do around the holidays as you plan for 2024. And her husband is a great cyclone as well, Jeff Wood. He owns Gravitate Coworking. Maybe you need a change of scenery coming up for 2024. Check out GravitateCoworking.com. They're a longtime sponsor of what we do here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. If I didn't have to work tonight, I'd pour this Iowish cream into my coffee here. Maybe a little of that Cody Road Cody, Cyclone Fanatic bourbon Cody, over there. Cody Road here mm, in Coke mm, Zero. Mm, I think mm, that would mm. work. Don't you think this would Shout work? Shout out to a that guy I met in the tailgate lots last, or the Texas game. Okay. Scott. I won't say his last name. I don't know if he wants me to, but he he was going all around Ames. He's not. He lives in Denver, seeking out all the different Cody roads. That's cool. And then he showed me a picture of all the ones that he got, and it, it was incredible. He was just seeking them I, out. He's he because he comes by the tailgate. He's like, well, where do I get this one? And it, and I think he actually got a hold of Ryan over at Mississippi River because my favorite is the single barrel rye the single barrel bourbon like i'm i'm kind of an elitist now where i like the single barrel stuff but this guy this fan of ours he went around and got every bottle wasn't that cool aren't the holidays the perfect time for bourbon though yes like i i don't know i'm more of a winter so i had somebody reach out to me lives in minnesota um they said cody Rhodes one of their favorite bourbons now and they they wouldn't have known about it except for the cycling fanatic podcast he says every time he's back in the state he stocks up so good appreciate appreciate that. that yeah all right um well, we're going to get to the men's game. If you're listening in the radio and you don't care about, or not the radio, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't care about any of this NCAA stuff, you can fast forward. We're going to do a long preview of the men's game in the last segment. I'm kind of going chronologically here. Uh, women are highest priority because they play tonight. Let's go back to yesterday. NCAA makes an announcement that, Brent, I'm getting a lot of people who don't understand it. Like It's, yeah. it's a very complex issue. Uh, Chris is on our chat right now on YouTube watching. He said he had a great explanation of it yesterday on the radio. Maybe you could repeat that a little bit. Uh, another one of our great listeners, Simon, he says he's really interested to hear more perspective on the proposal. He goes, I don't really know what this solves. So I guess yeah, everything that comes out, Charlie Baker, NCAA yesterday causes tidal waves in college athletics. Dumb it down for us. Yeah, and it's essentially in my opinion this would remove the pay for play scenario away from collectives and bring it back underneath the university simplest way to put it uh, now there's a lot of steps to get here and this is not going to be immediate so let me let me walk you through what i think is the attendant goal here and also the roadblocks that are ahead it's, again this is not going to be happening in the next two to three months this is a a conversation starter so essentially what the NCAA is saying is, all right, you guys are right. Amateur model is not going to work for the highest uh, division schools. The, the monster schools, they need a separate playing field, which we've been saying for all along. Yeah, this is a 10-year conversation. This, 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 of course. So it's like, thank you, NCAA, for finally realizing that this is the case. So the proposal would be... They're acknowledging that Middle Tennessee and Bama are a different thing. 100%. Just long overdue. Because for too long, it's like, no, they're not the same. Quit treating them the same. It's not the same playing field. So in order to participate in the highest level of college athletics, you would have to opt into this super division. I don't even know what they're going to call it, 
where you would have to pay half of your student athletes, okay, each at least $30,000 per year. All right, so what does, what does that mean? Iowa State has 450 athletes. Iowa State would have to pay 225 of them at least $30,000 so, per year. D- me dumbing it down, that's 85 football players, 13 men's basketball players, 15 women's basketball players, and then you got to pick and choose from golfers to wrestlers to however you want to do that. And the issue is... Title IX. It has to be 50-50 with Title IX. Correct. Um, so that leads... Does it have to be 50-50 or can it lean towards females? I mean, it could... Te- yeah, I mean... It's so- I, I mean I'm serious because... The way Iowa State's set up, aren't there a lot more? Well, the 85 football always skews it, skews it down. I'm just saying, like, Iowa State sponsors a lot more women's sports yeah, and than men. And that's where the, that those are the next questions that I'm, I'm not sure how they even go about doing that. Um, but what, what this would mean is you'd have to opt into this division. My guess is all of the Power Five or Power Four now would all opt into that. Because at Iowa State, you're looking at a minimum of around seven to eight million dollars in expenditure in this proposal to pay student athletes at a minimum. Now, as part of this, there's no salary cap, so I guess is that stopping the Texas A&M's from going way above? No, and that's an issue that nobody really understands. So this will be a deal that, just as an example, Iowa State's like, okay, we'll meet the thirty, but then Iowa could go, well, we're going to pay everybody 50 to have their competitive advantage. And this is, again, if you've listened to our podcast, where we talk about why TV rights matter so much because that's just extra revenue. Correct. And and it's the point I've been making for years. The money's always been there. The money is there. It's how we spend it. With coaching buyouts, um, you're going to see smaller coordinators not making $2 million a year now. Uh, do you, do we really need the barber shop in the Probably football? Don't need the barber, you know, like yeah. th- those. Type, the money has always been there, but we haven't spent it correctly. There you go. So to your point, Iowa State's budget this year is one hundred and ten million dollars. So yes, seven to ten million dollars seems like a lot. It's like, oh, where are you going to find that? You're right. It gets rearranged. Iowa State will want to participate at the highest level. I'm not fearful at all that Iowa State would not choose to participate at the highest level. Now, what does that mean? So you, then you'd maybe have a, a top of 60 teams. But honestly, there are some schools in that, that mid-tier that probably will want to play the game too. And then, then there's a division between the top 60, 65 schools and the FCS, and they will have their own rules. So then the top group will set then standards of what makes sense for them. At that point, they can restrict. Maybe the, the roster sizes are smaller. Maybe it's only 70 scholarships to save money. Uh, maybe it's and then the transfer which, window is I've always, different. I've always pushed for that because then that creates more parity as well. It does. Like and, if, if Bama can't have 85, then there's 15 players who would be on Bama's roster that are going to go somewhere else, and then that trickles down to the Iowa States of the world. And then maybe, Chris, if you have 15 less scholarships for football, there's 15 wrestlers maybe you can take care of for, with that money. And so that's these are the conversations that those big schools will have to have. Then they can have their own transfer rules. They can have other agreements that those top group of 60, 65 agree to, or whatever, however many opt in. And then that other group doesn't have to play by those same rules because they just don't have the financial resources to, to do that. Now, why would the NCAA be interested in this? Um, let me get to that here shortly. Uh, 
would this money would then come directly from the schools themselves and not from a third party collector. So when you say the schools themselves, would that be like a Learfield Sports, the rights holders? I or? think it would be directly from the school. Okay. As, so the, the money they bring in through. So the, apologize if I'm talking over the head of anybody nope. here. So like, it would be like the Iowa State Marketing Department or, I mean, I'm assuming it would be like a new division in these deals would run this. Yes, because it, they would get their NIL rights. So what does that mean? It means when they come to an agreement. So there might be a combo with Learfield too. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of Learfield basically is the rights holder to every call for people who don't yeah. know Learfield sports. Like they're, they've got to have like 90% of the schools, right? Yeah. It seems like, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're up there. Okay. So they, they control all the signage, all the advertising, yep. Yep. all the yep. things. And, Anything you see that is sales around Jack Trice and Hilton Learfield runs. So, Either way, I always say we'd be involved with directly compensating the players. That then removes the onus off of these collectives. So why is it interesting to the NCAA and the schools? Well, right now there are some collectives that are taking a good chunk of the money. Uh, now, like at We Will, we ninety to ninety-five percent of the money goes directly to the Iowa State student athletes. Some of these collectives are taking thirty percent right off the top. Well, who do, who wants that thirty percent back? The administrators and the schools themselves because ultimately they want to be in control the other thing the NCAA likes about this is it keeps the NCAA relevant because Correct. if they don't do anything it's going away are they employees then are they I, and that's and that's why we don't that's why this proposal is a conversation starter they're trying to keep them from being employees but yes, this is how I see this it. is so it's, yes so they said hey look what we're doing we're trying here that way when they go to Congress they say so are they 1099 like, how does this work? Uh, probably like, 1099, but they're, in order to make this happen, and this is why I say this is just the start, they're going to need an antitrust exemption still from Congress. So this it. is the NCAA saying, hey, we're trying here. Uh, help us out, Congress. We're not just going to let let it be the status quo. But the NCAA also realizes if they don't do anything, the, the, the cart is way gone anyway. Like, they need the compensation is happening. Either they're a part of the solution or they're gone. Evolve or die. And, and, and the NCAA is about, if, if they don't do anything, guess what happens to the NCAA tournament? It gets run by the conferences instead of the NCAA, and, and the NCAA their money. goes away. Yeah. So this is, this is I would, I don't want to call it Then the NCAA is basically the NAIA at that point. Absolutely. Like, they're going to sponsor the golf tournament. Maybe. The, yeah. And maybe not. Maybe not. I don't but I'm could. saying, like, yeah, I mean, as far as moneymakers go, there's one that really matters. And it's the basket. They get, they get. Two and a half billion dollars per year from the basketball tournament. It runs the entire operation for the NCAA. If the Power Five schools say, "Well, screw you, we're taking it over," that's two and a half billion dollars the power conferences could split amongst themselves, which is the danger the NCAA is trying to avoid by getting out in front of this. Now, the issues are: this is just a proposal. You already had Greg Sankey say today from the SEC, "We were not consulted about this. Uh, we're, we don't appreciate that." Um, oh, so, did he? I yeah. haven't seen that. So you're already, I think he's always pissed well, off. Well, but the, again, the SEC knows it controls a lot here. And so you're, you're, this is kind of a butting of heads between the NCAA, the old guard, and Sankey, who says, well, I've got all the, I've got the big schools. I can do what we, we can do what we want. Um, and so I don't think this really changes much in regards to Iowa State's place in the, in the hierarchy of things. This it just shifts the money distribution from the collectives to the school itself, well, which I think is a, would be a good thing. I have one question for this that. is the guy running a collective. So it, let's say that happens. 
And we're going to use Rocco Beck as an example because he's Iowa State's mm-hmm. quarterback. Rocco Beck now has a $30,000 minimum. He's getting paid that. Yep. Is he an employee or not? I don't know. We'll just throw that out for now. So can Rocco Beck go and I'm going to go do an Estas Taco commercial? Or can he just do that on his own like Maybe. he is now? See, or the, does the university own him? And therein lies the question that I'd like to know, too. Because is it part that what, what could happen here? And I don't know if it will because there'll be a lawsuit immediately. If the school... it's. Owns, We're going back into a collusion thing. Owns the NIL rights yeah. for everybody that signs an an NLI, a National Welder Intent Agreement, with them. Because what some of these contracts for collectives, the collectives own these these kids' NIL. And, yeah, and there can't be collusion amongst the leagues and stuff like that, too. So if, because the Supreme Court's already told us that. We learned that like two summers ago. But if they get the antitrust exemption, then huh. maybe they can't. Those snakes. So th- this is... This is all based on trying to get Congress to move in a certain direction. I don't know where it's going to go. I I do think, and I've said all along, I think NIL ends up under the yeah. school or the conference umbrella. It's going to one way or another, but this is this is the NCAA trying so, to remain relevant. Like right now, we've talked about this before. There's agents. Mm-hmm. Will these guys still have agents if? Is there a need for an agent if it's just like, no, I'm going to go to uh, Ohio State and play running back, and this is the deal I get, and they own my name, image, and likeness because that's what I just signed my NLI over to. Does that just get rid of that? Could. It could. So then is it the uncle going to the recruiting coordinator, hey, uh, my my nephew just ran for 2,000 yards. He's only making forty grand. But I know that that quarterback who is a backup is making two hundred grand. He needs a raise now, or he's transferring. And that's what's happening already. But yeah, it's through just, the collective. Yeah, so it just move. It just removes the collective people out of the equation, rather than this whole wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, yeah, the we're charade. not. We're not involved. Whether you believe that or not, I, we got to make them employees. I understand why why they're fighting it from their standpoint. But if they, but if they don't, if they make them employees, then the $30,000 is, is pocket change. Yeah. Then they're, they're going to owe way more than that. I get it. No, like I said, if, if I'm the NCAA, I totally understand why you're going this way. And the schools, I I think I just, I'm looking out for the players. Okay. And Caleb Williams is worth more than $30,000, right? Like it's, it's just, it's just a reality. There could be a, a, a world though, where they can get NIL on top of the base. They need to be able to do that. Yeah. That's I think that's, that's what I'm looking out logical. for, and that's where the the word agent is like a bad word. I don't think it's a bad thing. Agreed. A guy like if you're a high profile player who's going to be a draft pick who is playing on ESPN every week in front of sold out stadiums, you should have somebody representing you. I think it would be interesting, but I also don't think it should be Drew Rosenhaus. Like, yeah, because he's not gonna. He's just banking on you making it to the NFL. He doesn't care about you right now. I, I don't know what the answer is. Know. I'm just, I'm looking out for these guys. Like, at least this thing to me seems a little more official than, well, this collective told me they were going to pay me a hundred grand and exactly. I've only gotten 40. And that happens. And all now the, the time. guy's ghosting me. Correct. Right. Literally the Michigan state collective just stopped paying the Michigan state guys. All of them left. 
it's 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 rough and so th- this needed to happen i just i don't think it's immediate and and honestly uh it's, it's this isn't in my opinion it's not gonna affect iowa state much at all i and i'd be curious how many of those group of five schools want to participate in the higher end leagues and then chris my next question would be can the conferences themselves set parameters within would, their own leagues? If, if you're so one of my long takes on this is that like it's gonna suck to be vanderbilt in the future it's gonna suck to be northwestern in the future it, it already does yeah but it's gonna get worse yeah because you're like it, at least in professional leagues when you suck you get the first pick true you ain't getting the first pick if you're vanderbilt in this new sec okay would it make sense for like stanford duke northwestern vanderbilt to be like screw this let's just drop down like we're not maybe this, this is not what we're here for maybe we weren't we didn't we didn't create stanford to try and compete with georgia in football we have so much more to offer. Let's just drop down. Have you ever thought of that? I'm just spitballing here. That's really... So this whole part of this, interestingly... I wouldn't do it if I were them. I'd say, screw it. I'm going to go down. So Nobody goes to your games anyways. Yeah, no, that's an interesting thought. I didn't think about that. Because the way... Like, I, I'm Purdue. It's like, what am I what doing? doing? <laughs> Nobody even goes to the games. The way I understand it, even the schools in that 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 middle level... Uh, would still be able to participate in the in March Madness. So the only thing you're getting removed of is like the football, football. Well, basically. yeah, like if I'm Purdue or Indiana, yeah, we're not going to do this in football. We will in basketball though, because yeah, that's what it, our people actually care and about. It'd be interesting if can you pay some of your guys? You have to pay. You have to opt totally. Is it in? like is it, is a, it like wrestling where well we're going to give this guy a quarter of a scholarship? We're going to give this guy. A, Half yeah, I don't of know one. If you split up the the third. I don't know. There's a lot of questions. I do think it just shows that the NCAA is realizing that they they're way behind. This is fascinating. They're trying to save. They're trying to save it uh, again. I'm not calling this a last ditch effort, but this might be the second to last ditch effort. I'm excited to chronicle this with you <laughs> on Sundays and Wednesdays because we've it's, we've kind of gone through a lot of these now. These transformations yeah. and this one is going to be. Fun, a little bit scary. I, I do kind think of exciting. This is the first time since I've been doing this that this feels like it has some legs to oh, it. Oh, this is happening. It's just a matter of when and how. Yeah. They but the the thing is, they're out of uh, like the court has stated you're out of options. You're done. Yeah. You have to figure it out. And, and you it, can't keep colluding to under the charade that these guys are all being taken care of. Now, like here's the problem I have, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners feel the same way is it took me a while to get off. Hey, you know, a scholarship's a pretty good deal, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I, and I still believe that I still believe there are young men on Iowa state's football roster where you could say, I'm not giving you anything in IL and they're like, Hey, I'm getting a scholarship. I'm having a great experience. My engineering degree. That matters. Yes, it does. And I don't want to be the guy yelling and saying that does matter. But again, the issue here is not that that doesn't matter. The issue here is the perception now that we're getting, we're inching closer to these leagues making $100 million per year per team, per team in television money. We have schools around the country that are currently paying three coaches 
you know, A and M just what are they paying for a buyout? Twenty eight million dollars, something like that, for Jimbo, Jimbo. Fisher. No, it was like, like forty something. No, more than that. It was like seventy five million. Oh, Jesus. Okay, seventy five million. It's we can't fake it anymore as an industry. You lost that right when these giant checks started coming in and everybody's pay kept going up while the players had this. Now that it's gotten better cost of attendance. You know, I, I took a tour of the Stark performance center. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Beautiful. These, I used to live with football players. These guys have it way better than my buddies did back in the McCarney era. There's no doubt, but they deserve some money now. And they, they you can't hide it when, when these when revenue and everything's skyrocketing Yet the actual help is still not getting paid. Yep, yep. And then let me just say this because I've I've already heard from some donors saying, "Was well, this you, you guys still need?" Yeah, the answer yes. is yes because you this still is, got the we will patch. Yeah, on this, this is still not happening for a long time, and unfortunately, until it gets more official, and I think that's probably at least two years down the road, the collective serves that exact purpose. And so, yes, uh, and good news, everybody. So far, no news night, is good. No news. news is good news for the 19 of the 22 starters coming back next no year. No news so, is good uh, news. But yeah, we, we can't just, we're, it's not over. I mean, what we need now, the, the focus is getting those continuing gifts in because what we've committed to some of these folks, we have to pay over a certain amount of time. So yes, please support the We Will Collective. And I think the, the next couple of years for Iowa State football and basketball, both men's and women's, is going to be pretty special. Iowa pig farmers are committed to teaching their children about doing the right things when it comes to pig care and the environment. As they get older, we do start to have those conversations. Well, hey, Dad, why do we do this? Learn more at iowapork.org. We care about Iowa, too. I'd like everybody now to take your browser, go to movewhatmatters.com. Again, that's movewhatmatters.com. And thank our friends from the Iowa State University Foundation for sponsoring Williams & Bloom here on the Psycho and Fanatic Podcast Network. Giving Tuesday. Aiden, can you look up what date is actually Giving Tuesday? I feel like we may have passed it. This is a big that was, deal. That was, uh, that was last Tuesday. It was Tuesday. last Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the deal. We forgot to tell you about Giving Tuesday last Tuesday, but y'all can make up for it. It could be Giving Wednesday afternoon. It's going right to be Giving now. Wednesday afternoon. Right now. It movewhatmatters.com. I actually, you know why I thought that? Because I made a donation last Tuesday because I got the email and I got a thank you today. There you go. And I was like, oh, is that coming up? Because I am so dumb that I can't keep all these things in my head. You need to be a well-rounded cyclone. Check them out at movewhatmatters.com. Jeff Kelderman's a well-rounded cyclone. You know what he's doing right now? He's down south racing with Boris Said. You a Said head? Who? Boris said one of the iconic sports car Sensei. drivers in the history of the world. Old prime minister of uh, yeah. England. I'm a said oh, no, head. That's Boris Johnson. That's Boris Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Diff different Boris. Boris. Kelderman's down there racing right now, doing some testing with his sports car program. Uh, check them out at Kelderman.com for, I'm going to, I'm going to have him in 2024. I'm already planning on it. Getting a giant ass grill for my badass Chevy truck. And Kelderman's going to put the Cyclone Fanatic. He's going to weld it right in there. It's going to say the CF Tornado it's right like, in the front. Uh, it's like, don't you like you brand the, the cows? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but on your truck. It's going to be do you, sick. Do you know any other Boris's? No. I know I, I, one I, more. I know one more Boris. You know what Boris? Boris? Yeltsin. Boris Yeltsin. Yeah. <laughs> I got the old two, Russian guy. I got two Boris. I got Boris Johnson. I got Boris Yeltsin. Boris That's said. Yeah. Bor uh, Boris he, said is, is one of those guys like in the... 
in the 2000s when NASCAR would go to a road, road course. He's a great racer. Is he from the America? Yeah. I just, you don't see many Borises anymore. Uh, Scott Boris. We do have a quick question here. Johnny wants to know on YouTube. He says, Cyclone Larry has been promoting the We Will Collective a lot lately. Is Bloom Cyclone Larry? I am not Cyclone Larry. Have you been asked that before? I have. People think I'm Cyclone Larry. I aspire to be Cyclone Larry. I am not Cyclone Larry. You know what I like about Larry? I'll show you. He, for the most part, keeps it very fun. Larry knows ball. Well... A lot of these anonymous Twitter trolls are just yes. mean spirited, and Larry just most fan bases like Larry because he's just funny and nice. I like Larry. I I, I, I Larry's great. I I know of Larry. I've never met Larry. Larry is not me. I have I have DM'd with Larry, and I was going to show you the fact that I have sent messages to Cyclone Larry sixty nine on Twitter. Now that nice. would take that would take a lot of unnecessary um, gamesmanship for me to message myself. But anyway, no, I'm not Cyclone Larry. People, I've had people who legitimately think, and his taste in the in the TCU co-eds is great for Larry. I'm, I'm too old for that. Yeah, we are too old yeah. for that now. Uh, Whiffles Hybrids presents our Big 12 segment. We do this each and every Sunday and Wednesday, where we take a lap around the Big 12 Conference. Big news today is that Colin Klein, ouch, he is leaving for Texas A&M. There, you know, the, Will Howard has already put himself in the portal. He's going to have some big times. They lost their starting defensive end in the portal. They lost a they lost running, running back. back in the portal. Um, is this a sign of the times, or is there something going on? I don't in know. Manhattan, you I think? Don't, did, I don't know. Did, did Abu Sama break the Wildcats? <laughs> I think he might have. That is this all on Abu Sama? Maybe. Here's my thought. Maybe K State instead of investing in Colin Klein and their and their their defensive end and and Will Howard, investing in some snow removal equipment instead. Oof. Well done. Thank you, uh, Avery Johnson. I I looked because there was a rash of rumors about Avery Johnson. He was promoting his own NIL gear on Twitter like last night. Okay. Is it K-State? Yeah. Colors? So I would, I mean, to me, he's kind of the key here. As long as they have him, I'm not really panicked. So a lot going on in Manhattan. So then you have this, you, this situation with Jerome Tang, the president, this yeah, kid who it, can't play, and it, Tang calling out his student, student section, section, which I kind of appreciate. So here, let me ask you, Iowa State fans, and I'll put you in the, in the hot seat. I'm in the hot seat. Hot seat. Okay. Uh, do you want K State to be picked apart by the by the big dogs? Like, does that is that no? Good? I no, don't. I don't think, think it I sets do. a good vibe. Now, no. Now, it does help Iowa State's pathway forward next year because, as a potential competitor in the conference, and the winner of the Big Twelve will get to the playoff next year. It's it's nice to weaken your enemy. As somebody wise once said... I, I kind of want Big 12 to thrive. I think I do too. But as somebody wise once said, you don't have to outrun the bear. You have to You have to outrun your friend that's also outrunning the bear. Because then the bear would eat the friend. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so in this case, the friend is being annihilated. <laughs> correct. In the, the, the bear is state. literally ripping the Kansas State bones And you're bones potentially apart. okay. Now... 
could the bear after eating that friend come after you? I mean, potentially down the road, and that's what we don't want. We want to we want the bear to stay away. But yeah, I think I want the Big Twelve to thrive. I think I yeah, do. So I'm not, just, I'm not, I'm not totally. The Big 12 has enough problems yeah, from a perception totally standpoint agree. right now that I don't know if we need. I don't need to, I don't need to these, weaken them substantially. I'm curious about these new schools coming in too. Felt like Arizona really was thriving. Now they got all the sorts of problems going on out there where they're like going to have to lay off half the athletic department. Yeah, Cause and, they got. And that's they got where, screwed in that Pac-12 yeah, TV that's where the, thing. Like, and again, they'll all participate in this new system if it happens, but some of those schools, $10 million is a lot of money. It is to any of us. Josh has a question for us. He's watching on the Cyclone Fanatic Facebook page. Do you think Matt Campbell will try and get a quarterback from the portal? Um, no. No. I think Iowa State is set at quarterback. Iowa State is set at quarterback. I mean, you've got the reigning... Big 12 freshman of the year. You've got your highest rated recruit in history. And JJ. Cool. And then I'm obsessed with this Moberly kid from Southeast Polk. I'm obsessed with him. You are not the only one. I've watched him a couple times, and he, you'll laugh at this, he has the best highlight tape I've seen since Sam Richardson. <laughs> Sam could have been good. Winter Park, Florida. Sam gets a bad time. Dude, I'm Sam telling you, really if Sam had a good line. I know. Sam was a Wait legit a quarterback. What's the difference between Sam Richardson and Rocco Beck? I don't think there's, there's a lot. There's not a there's huge not a difference between those guys. Yeah. It's, it's talent maybe, around you. Maybe upstairs. Up yeah. I don't, I'm not saying Sam was dumb. No. I just think Rocco's really elite. Well, then Sam, Sam got, man, he took so many shots along the way that I think he just got completely dejected, which just, it became really hard. Talk with my buddy Brett Meyer about that a lot. When you just start getting hit all the time, it you see ghosts and like you just, you start to expect your teammates to not be successful. Yeah. And then that becomes an issue. That becomes a thing. And that's, that's where, and then Rocco is, Rocco is really good behind the scenes is he's a great leader. He's got that Brock Purdy trait where people respond well to him. And uh, I honestly think, you know, we had, I, I encourage people to sign up for premium seat up because we had a great conversation with, with Derek Hooger yesterday in the, in the town hall. And, you know, what, what he said is, and I think Rocco is a big part of this, these guys want to stick together because they like each other. Yeah, they're and friends. They're friends, and it's just like any like if you're, you're a fun like. Why would Aiden Wyatt want to leave Cyclone Fanatic when we're great? We're great to be around. Just I agree. listen to us. So elite. Even some though, would say elite. Even though Aiden probably has huge offers, he likes to be around us. But no, I think there is something to the fact that these guys can all stick together, and it's not peer pressure, but it's like, hey, let's do this thing. We're having fun. We can be good. Um, we're all getting offered money, but if we stick together, we can ride it out. And I think Rocco's kind of the spearhead of that. Williamson Bloom, Wednesday, you are listening to the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we are presented by MacDyne and the Wild Rose Casino Studios. The uh, Cyhawk game, let's, let's finish this thing out here strong. I have not seen an actual point spread. Ken Palm has Iowa State favored by six. That number dropped by a point after I was showing in Purdue the other night. I, you know, 
tell me to pick a side. I could I could make a convincing argument either way in this game. I think Iowa State has a right to be favored. I think that they're top to bottom more talented. I also think that Iowa knows exactly what it is and has a real identity. And I don't know if Iowa State does yet yeah, at this point yet. in the season. That doesn't mean they'll lose, but I, I think that here's what I hope to see. I hope TJ plays Pac, hit him up, and has this guy drinking Red Bull for four hours leading up to that game, just locked in a room, and Iowa State starts a fight in the first five minutes. Who because you, who Against what, McCaffrey? Patrick? No, the players. No, just that's I, – I think – I don't think Iowa likes that. They I don't know. Like who, physicality. What, what, no, what player do you want to pick on? I'm saying for Iowa. Patrick it, McCaffrey. It's like a prison yard. you got to find the biggest, baddest player. It's right Cricky? after Cricky. The Going free, right Freeman. after. Set the tone. Set the no, tone. I just, like, to me, <laughs> Iowa's a very skilled team, but they don't like contact. They don't, they they don't, don't get into it. But if Iowa makes its first three shots, like, you're going to be in for a long night, oh, probably. Yeah. But you yeah. got to get out there and hit them early. I like that. Uh, you're you know, right. That, to me, because get... Hilton allow it to to roll. The one thing I'll say about Iowa is they do fight in the sense of they can get down by 15 they'll, and they're going to keep, keep going. Yeah. And Iowa State's given up some leads this year. So fair. But to me, Iowa is a very rhythmic team. And if you can knock them out of that early, that's why Red Bull here. Ots, Red Bull for four hours, hit them up. Blaring in their ears nonstop. You don't listen to anything else. That's the key to victory. You just send Holly across the other sideline. I, I, I still like, I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind. Yeah, it's, it's, what is Iowa we State don't know, this year? We, we, don't we don't know, know yet. yet. You know, it's interesting. I was, uh, was on Cake Snow yesterday with, with Heather Burnside, and we had Eric Crawford on the program. It was really He's great. I love Really Crawford. interesting conversation. He's His great. daughter's he a really good player, yeah, too. She's yeah. going to Drake. That's what, which is like, God, Crawford already has a junior in high school. How old are we? But uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, is this, this whole tempo thing, you know, is this, is this you guys this year? And, and a- absolutely it is. Uh, Iowa State believes in its guards. This is not that DePaul game was not a one-off of, hey, we're, we're going to slow it down against Iowa. They're going to run with them. I mean, I think this game has a chance to get in the 80s, maybe even the low 90s. It's and just weird. We haven't seen that have in so it, long. But it's Iowa State's guards, are they, they feel good enough and they have the depth to do it that they can keep running running at bodies. I think that actually could work to Iowa State's advantage. I think Iowa State's deeper than Iowa. Iowa State's more athletic than Iowa. You, you get up into them. I agree with you. You pressure the heck out of them. Iowa does a great job of not turning the ball over. You get 14,000 I wish people. Ward was playing, man. Yeah, I just but I think you I think you're onto something. You get into them early. How did Iowa State beat them by 25 two years ago? They completely dominated from the start. They smothered and them. It was, and I was like, the perimeter. Is, what is going on here? Yeah. Like, they just completely were taken out. What happened last year? Iowa got way comfortable way too early. It's 21 to 2, and Iowa State was was up a creek. They was nothing. it 21 to 2? 21 to 2. Um, so, yes, the first five minutes are critical. Set a tone. And I'm really interested to see, I, the, even the new Iowa State players have not seen Hilton, what Hilton will look like tomorrow night. And that could be good or bad. I mean, I think it's, it's good for them, but it's also, that's a different emotion that you're going to have to harness. That's how I feel about the women, too. Very similar. I mean, and, and to their credit, this Iowa team plays in front of sold-out crowds yeah, every yep, night. Yep, but Literally I, everywhere they go is sold out. But when I'm looking at the actual basketball matchup, I think Iowa State should be favored by 6-8. to eight. I just think Iowa State's ability to drive it, 
get fouled, get to the free throw line, the depth Iowa State has. Oh God, the free throws. Um, you got to make them. You got to make them. Can I have an idea? Can we will give $150 bonuses to every player who makes the front end of a one and one this year? Chris. Uh, Presented by Cyclone Fanatic. I'll chip un- in. Unfortunately, nothing on uh, on-court performance can be tied to NIL. Oh. Now. <laughs> Just we make just the front. Have, we just you guys just make the front end of a one and one <laughs> one time. That's all I want. One time. When I would say makes the front end of a one and one, please tweet at Chris M. Williams and just I'm with the do- you, dollar signs. One of you stat nerds out there, if our old guy Kirk Collins watching or Bloom, you can do this. If you could look up front end percentage. front end percentage of the one, and, I guarantee you, Iowa State is ranked in the three hundreds in the last three years. It's getting to the point where you're just expecting it to be. There, there's no way anybody's worse than Iowa State at the front end of a one and one. So I did look it up because you mentioned it on Sunday night. Iowa State's luck percentage is in like the three hundreds. That would make sense, which is a good sign because all these teams are just hitting threes. I mean, DePaul did, Virginia Tech did, Texas A and M did, but there's two guys out. Even VCU in a game you won, they yeah, went they crazy. Shots they know. And don't I, listen, make. I don't think Iowa State's great defensively this year, but they're not that bad where it's happening every game. So they are due for that to turn over in some capacity. I think this is going to be a really. I think we're going to find out a lot about where Iowa State's at. How much has Iowa State learned from Thanksgiving week? Yeah, it, against the, an Iowa team. I I was a fringe NCAA tournament team. They they are. They're they're, 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 they're a lot they're, like Virginia Tech to me. Yep. And so you, you, great point. And so if you play poorly, you're you're going to lose. Yeah. If you play okay, it's going to be tight. If you play well, I think you can win by double. I called games. that Tech game, and so I did a lot of prep on them. They're a lot like Iowa, and yeah. they gave Iowa State some problems. Sure. And yet, I and Iowa State played poorly. Yeah, you just got to rebound the ball, and you got to you get and because what I was not going to do, it's hard to turn them over. Now, Iowa State did turn them over a bunch two years ago and ran away with the game. I don't know if Iowa's seen a pressure team like Iowa State yet, but if they take care of the ball, they get the shots they want. It, it could go right down to the wire, and uh, that's where Hilton's going to have to help out. I'm telling you. You lock all the players in the locker. Red Bull. Four hours, and you put you give them a toilet. They need to have a toilet. They are required to each drink a minimum five Red Bulls and lis- listening to Tupac hit them up on repeat for four hours. You, you're not losing. Your uh, motivational tactics are. <laughs> How do you think the Turtles did so well in Little League this year? Come but on, T- kids. But TJ, TJ's, does TJ like wrestling? He's got a little... He's UFC guy. Oh, is he? Okay, so there's a little bit he's there. A, he's a UFC guy. Does TJ... Me and him were watching UFC before it was cool. No, no, here's... We were watching, like, Chuck Liddell together back in the day. <laughs> T- TJ needs to go extra medium <sighs> tomorrow night. Hey, speaking of the coaches, he's easy to laugh at. Fran's a good coach. Like, I, I truly think Fran McCaffrey is a good basketball coach. He's a very good at skill development. Yes. yes. He will have a, he'll have something cooked. He'll be up. ready to go. Yeah, they're always there. Yeah, they're always and, running. And I can stuff. tell you, Iowa State is beat the shit out of them. And Iowa will be much more of a scheme, you know, that type of deal. And who, who will win out? Who's going to win out? And I then, uh, I mean, Fran, Fran's won in Ames one time. So obviously it's been pretty good against them there. Yeah. But, you know, it's, Got to show up. Got to show up and play well and make free throws. Oh, no. 
Uh, intern Aiden, can you confirm this? Johnny is reporting to us on YouTube that Avery Johnson just no entered the transfer way. portal. On, on three is reporting. Oh, oh nope, man. never mind. Fake account. Don't worry. Fake? Fake account? Fake? Fake account till further notice. Okay. Okay. Come on, Johnny. Don't, don't get duped. Uh, our guy Steve is saying, uh, main man Steve, he's going to have a cooler full of Ames Lager in the parking lot before hey. both basketball games. He's giving contributions to We Will. Look for our telescoping flagpole, he says. And Johnny is now saying he got duped. So Avery Johnson is not in the transfer portal. Steve, Steve, Steve's handing out uh, Ames Loggers for it sounds contributions. Illegal. I, I'm not stopping him. I, it's it's you can have a tailgate. Steve's been working on have a tailgate. getting some Ames Logger down to Memphis for us too. I've heard that. I've heard that. We're we have some issues with the king. So real quick on the Ames Logger front, exciting news. Yes. You ready? Uh, it's now available to be on tap. If you know a restaurant or you have a friend in the restaurant bar business or you frequent a restaurant, let them know if they contact all distributed in Des Moines, it is now available on tap. And to ask your restaurant to to keep it on tap because we would receive uh, proceeds from every beer drank at, That's on amazing. tap as well. That's really cool. So just at, tell your favorite uh, drinking hole to get Ames Lager on tap. Can I Be get it from my house? I think we can get you that. Yeah. Actually, I really do think we could get that. How long does it last in a keg? How long till you drink it the whole keg? Why don't we, I? I'll buy a keg. <laughs> I think you can probably get it in a keg now too. Yeah. You know people? I I do know people. Could we get Could we get one for the Cyclone Fanatic Studio? That's the question. Yes. We put it right over there, and yeah. we make it really cool looking. Just to get a keg, could we get a kegerator from NFM? Yes. I bet they sell them. I'll buy oh. one. Yes. Let's work on that. That'd be a very nice piece to round out the office yeah, here. We're, we're missing that corner yes. right over there. That's, That's where something. the keg. Or we could put it in that corner and it'll be on the TV. Right, right. behind you there, Bloom. Okay. The I'm, keg of Ames Lock. I'll talk to my people. I'm not kidding. This needs to be done in I'm, the next no, three I days. I, I, I know they're listening. I'll talk to my people. God bless you. All right. Uh, he is Brent Bloom, intern Aiden Productions. That's going to become a thing. Here's yeah. Here, r- r- the words of advice again. This is what the takeaway from today is: you don't have to be faster than the bear. You have to be faster than your friend that's being chased it's by being the bear. chased by the bear. Yeah. All right. It sounds like a bad deal for Peyton Sanford. <laughs> Thanks to Mechdyne. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back on Sunday with Williamson Bloom as it's going into the dead week of the season with no football and very little basketball because of finals. Who needs... So if these guys are all making 30K, do they have to take finals? Yes. Okay. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games.